Hey guys, welcome to Everyday Alchemy. I'm your host, Terry. Alongside of me, you will also be hearing from my community and other everyday people just like you, sharing their stories, tools, and magic to help expand your consciousness and alchemize your life. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Everyday Alchemy. Thank you so much for your feedback this week about last week's episode about the dimensions explained and 5D explained. It really helps when I have feedback because I'm just like, I feel like I'm just banging on in this podcast, just explaining things from which a perspective in which it makes sense to me. So it's really great when I when I hear it, it's uh, it works for you guys too. So to start off this episode, I thought I would share with you a story or an experience that I had last weekend. I was recording the episode on dimensions and 5D and talking about lucid dreaming. And I thought, you know what? I haven't astral traveled to another dimension or another timeline in a while. So I'm going to do that. So that day after I recorded or that night after I recorded, I set the intentions before bed to astral travel to either another dimension or a different timeline. And for me to become lucid in the dream. So that's how I'm able to lucid dream. I've developed my skills enough now where usually if I set my intention before I sleep, then usually that happens. Um, I become awake or lucid in my dream or I travel or both. Anyways, so set that intention, fell asleep. And in my dream, I became lucid. I woke up in my dream. I was like, yes, it worked. Again, tried to not be too excited as to snap myself out of the dream. And what had happened was, is I was standing in front of a huge like double mirror and I became conscious in my dream. So woke up in my dream, staring into this mirror and I was in me, my body. However, uh, I was probably mid sixties. So I was 30 years down the track in the future and I'd woken up in this body and I was looking at my face and I was looking at my wrinkles. I was just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this worked. You know, here I am. I'm older. Wow. And I'm looking at myself and I'm like, gosh, not too bad. Like not too wrinkly. And just as I was thinking that some friends came in the room and I don't know these friends now. Like I didn't recognize them now in my, in my mid thirties <laughs> reality. But I recognized them as my friends in my dream. And they came up to me and they're like, what are you doing, Terry? And I was like, you guys, it's me. It's Terry. And they're like, yeah, we, we know. And I was like, no, it's Terry. it's Terry. I'm from the past. It's Terry from 30 years ago. I'm actually in my mid-30s. And they're like, uh, okay. And I was like, no, really, I've astral traveled. I've, I've jumped timelines into this other reality where I'm older And they're like, oh, okay. And they weren't surprised about it because these friends actually did the same thing and they knew a lot of the same things. So I was like, oh, that's pretty cool that I have some pretty awesome friends in the future. Anyway, they were like, oh, that's neat. Like, how did you do that? I'm like, oh, just, you know, astral traveled in my sleep and I'm sleeping right now, but I'm awake right now and I'm I'm in this body. And I said, how do I look like so great? Like, how am I looking like not too old and I still look kind of young? And they're like, oh, yeah, we look great for our age, all of us, because we've all been quantum reverse aging. 
And I was like, quantum reverse aging? What do you mean? Explain that. And I think because I'd gotten so excited about that, it instantly woke me up from that dream. Now, what was really funny (laughs) that happened since then was that morning after I awoke, I went to a friend's baby shower that day and I ran into an old friend that I hadn't seen in a couple of years. And she looked great and she's nearly 60. She looked amazing. And I was like, wow, like, what have you been doing? You look really great. And she's like, oh, yeah, I've been quantum reverse aging. And I was like, hmm, okay, this is coming up again. (laughs) And I told her about my dream. And since then, well, in the two days after that, I had two other instances that randomly came up about the reverse aging process. So not too sure about what it all means right now. Doesn't matter. I always get little adventures from the universe like this and I just follow the clues, right? And follow the synchronicities. So that's the current adventure from the universe that I'm in or one of the current adventures. So I'll keep you all posted on that as it unfolds. You know, as I've personally experienced many things that are of what I call non-normal reality throughout my life, it's always motivated me to try to make sense of my experiences that I've had or that I continue to have. (laughs) I know that I'm just a normal everyday person, yet I'm experiencing or have had lots of experiences in my life or reality as I know it in a very different way to other people have. And what's really nice to know is, you know, throughout my travels around the world and meeting all sorts of people and in doing this podcast, it's so, so nice to know that there are so many of you out there that have also experienced similar things that also have these wild adventures from the universe that make no sense half the time, that have these unexplainable things happen to them, that have intuitive abilities or psychic abilities or can talk to spirit or to talk to, talk to other beings and, you know, who feel the same way as I do too. And I just really wanted to take this moment to just express my gratitude for you, for my new listeners, for the listeners that have been with me since the start, Because, you guys, these experiences are enough to drive someone mad half the time. And I just want to say, like, not to take your groundedness for granted. And that I see you and I hear you when you express and reach out to me about the experiences you've had. And that, you know, you've always felt lonely or isolated because of them or felt like that you were the only one. But you're not. You're not alone at all. There is a huge community of us people out there that are more in tune or more aware of these other dimensions or other parallel realities or experiences that suggest our physical 3D world isn't all that it seems to be. So that's why I'm really honoured to be able to do these episodes for you guys and to create them in a way that bridges not only science and real world knowledge with this metaphysical knowledge and my own personal experiences that I have had with the non-reality stuff. So as inspired by the dream that I had last week, this lucid dream that I'd had, and in honour of your curiosity and ultimately mine as well over the years, today I thought I would talk about parallel universes. As This theory of parallel reality and timelines weaves into so much of this consciousness work 
and into our perceptions of how our reality or how our world may function. Now, in classic Terry style, I will explain the theory of the multi-universe theory or parallel universes from a quantum physics point of view, breaking down some complex quantum physics theories like string theory into more of a digestible understanding. String theory suggests that the entire universe can be explained in terms of really, really, really small strings that vibrate in 10 or 11 dimensions. And these are dimensions that we can't see, as I've explained in the previous episode. And if string theory is proven to exist, it could explain literally everything in the universe, from subatomic particles to the laws of speed and gravity. So first off, it's important to note that string theory is still a work in progress. Physicists are still limited as to how to physically test these theories. However, a lot of that could be changing soon in the next decade. And now another important side note about string theory that ties into last week's episode is that it also predicts that there are extra dimensions to space beyond our immediate three-dimensional world. And as us humans have studied physics more and more, what we have thought to be everything is actually only a small part of a much grander whole. And this is what physicists and scientists have speculated to be possible when it comes to our universe, that it may just be a part of a much, much bigger whole of multiple universes. Whenever scientists have studied a variety of areas of physics, like quantum physics or quantum mechanics or unified physics, cosmology, it seems that whenever they follow the mathematics of these theories, it has always led to bumping into the idea of multiple universes. Okay, so let's dive a little deeper into string theory and really break this theory down. So string theory suggests that subatomic particles of energy like electrons and quarks, which are the building blocks of our world and of physical matter, are actually like tiny, tiny vibrating loops, as well as single pieces of strings. These little pieces of strings are strings that can vibrate at different frequencies. Just like a vibrating string on a guitar can give you different notes, the different vibrating strings of these subatomic particles can actually give you different particles. So simply put, according to this theory, the universe is made up of very, very, very tiny vibrating strings. Now, within string theory, the strings are not the only things that are unique about this theory. It also allows for the possibility of extended gigantic objects that look like membranes. I also love how Brian Greene explains this theory. And side note, Brian Greene is a professor of physics and mathematics and is the author of two really great best-selling books, The Elegant Universe and The Hidden Reality, and I will link those in the show notes. String theory also allows objects that look like large flying carpets or membranes, which are two-dimensional surfaces. So there is the possibility that we might be living on one of those gigantic surfaces or membranes. So this opens up the possibility or suggests that our universe is living on one membrane, one large flying carpet, and that there are multiple other membranes out there in space. 
They have called this theory the brain multiverse, and that's brain as in membrane and not the human brain. And by the way, this idea might actually be testable very soon at the CERN Large Hadron Collider in Switzerland. So that's pretty exciting. Okay, now you may be wondering, okay, cool, Terry, our reality may just be us living on a flying carpet like Membrane, which are all separate universes. But how is this possible? How did all of these universes form? And to answer that or explain that, I'm going to throw a theory or possibility at you that involves the Big Bang Theory. So we know that the universe, as far as the most powerful telescopes can see, is a vast, huge and massive space. <laughs> now, the reason the universe appears finite in size to us, so the reason why we can't see anything that's more than a specific distance away, isn't because the universe is actually finite in size, but is rather because the universe has only existed in its present state that it's in for only a finite amount of time. The Big Bang tells us that the universe was not constant in space or in time, but rather has evolved from a more uniform, hotter and denser state and into a more clumpier, cooler and more spread out state than it is today. So this has given us a complex universe with many, many generations of stars, leftover radiation and galaxies, all expanding away from us and much more rapidly too. Now there is a limit to how far back we can see. The more distant they are, these things are, the more limited that the light had the ability to travel since the instance of the Big Bang. But this in no way means that there isn't more universe out there beyond the portion that's accessible to us or that our telescopes can see. Throughout the massive amounts of studies and mathematics that have been done over the years, scientists and physicists and mathematicians have extrapolated the Big Bang backwards to a very hot, dense and expanding state. And they found that this really hot and dense state got this way above some energy and before some very, very early time. So basically there was a phase that actually preceded the Big Bang and basically set it up. So that phase is called cosmological inflation. And it describes a phase of the universe where rather than being full of matter and radiation, the universe was actually filled with energy. And it was a state that caused the universe to expand at an exponential rate. This means that rather than having the expansion rate slow down as time goes on, the expansion rate didn't drop at all. In fact, the expansion rate of this energy is very, very rapid and is constantly doubling on itself as it's so powerful, thus causing it to inflate. Now, obviously, the universe didn't continue to expand in this fashion forever because, well, we're here. <laughs> and so that means inflation had to end at some point, which is what set up the Big Bang. So you can think of inflation as occurring at the top of a very flat hill. Now, imagine that there's a ball rolling very slowly down this hill. And as long as the ball remains near the top of the very hill, rolling slowly, inflation continues and the universe expands exponentially. But once the ball rolls down into the valley, inflation ends. And that rolling behavior causes the energy to dissipate. 
then converting that energy into matter and radiation. So when this ball reaches the dip in the valley, it takes us from an inflationary state into a very hot big bang. Kind of like this cool infinite cycle, right? Now what's important to know is that as time goes on and more and more space gets created due to this inflation, certain regions are going to be more likely to see inflation come to an end, while others will be more likely to see inflation continue. And when these regions where inflation ends actually finally end, it will give rise to a big bang and a universe just like ours, while the other regions where it doesn't end will continue to inflate for longer. So these different regions where inflation ends are what we consider to be different universes. And so these distinct universes within this multiverse theory are also called parallel universes. Now, as time goes on, because of the dynamics of expansion, no two regions where inflation has ended causing other universes will ever interact or collide. The regions where inflation doesn't end will just keep continuing to expand between them and pushing them apart. And what's interesting is, is that we don't know if the regions where inflation ended, so different universes, are all the same, or whether they're vastly different than our own universe, or if these different universes even have the same physics or laws, or whether they might have different physics or laws. If the universes are all the same as one another, as far as physics laws go, and if the number of these universes are truly infinite, and if quantum mechanics many world theory is completely valid, does that mean that there are parallel universes out there that are just like ours, where everything in it evolved exactly the same way as our own universe did? Or maybe all except one tiny quantum outcome was slightly different? And if so, did this difference have a butterfly effect on how things in the universe formed? Think about it, there might be another you out there in a world that might be left-handed instead of right-handed. Or maybe there's another parallel reality or universe out there where I didn't move to Canada when I was 23 and instead stayed in Australia. So in some theories of parallel universes or multiverses or different timelines or different realities, all the same thing. There are copies of you right now listening into this podcast in another universe. But, you know, you may be wearing something different. Or in another universe, maybe there's other copies of you that are doing something completely different, like reading a book instead of listening to this podcast. Or maybe you are living in a completely different country with a completely different life. It's an incredible thing to think about, that there's a universe out there for every single outcome that we can conceive of. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> these are just some of the things that my Aquarian brain loves to muse over. And I also love how Brian Greene um, describes the universe as well, or explains this theory. That our universe might be really, really big, but finite. Or it might be infinitely big. We don't know with 100% certainty just yet which one is the truth. But if the universe is infinitely big then there are only so many ways that matter can arrange itself within that infinite universe. 
So eventually, matter has to repeat itself and arrange itself in similar ways. So if the universe is infinitely large, it is also home to infinite parallel universes. Now, if that sounds confusing, then think of a deck of cards. Or in everyday alchemy style, think of a deck of tarot cards. So if you shuffle that deck, there's only so many ways in which the cards can be arranged in the deck. And if you shuffle that deck enough times, the orders will have to repeat. Similarly, in an infinite universe and only a finite number of complexions of matter, the way in which matter arranges itself has to repeat also. Now, although many quantum physics experiments certainly suggest the existence of multiverses, it's something that is hard for many physicists, scientists, or just everyday people to even conceive of or understand. You know, some people really don't like their reality to be questioned or confronted. It can be just a little bit too much for them. However, there are many people out there, like me, (laughs) who think otherwise, and who even have had experiences with other parallel realities. I know I sure have had some pretty interesting experiences myself personally that have directed my life to explore and research the hows. I have had my physical reality shattered numerous times and it's something that I have consumed my time with over many years. You know, I've just really been hyper-focused on wanting to understand how this is possible. How can I be having these experiences? And some of these experiences, or many really, that I've had have prompted me to wonder whether I was perhaps tapping into parallel universes. So over the years, I've had some, yeah, really curious experiences, but one that comes to mind was during 2012, and this is after I had what I would call my first period of awakening. So I'd been awakening for a couple of years and have been, had been experiencing all sorts of fifth dimensional (laughs) symptoms or experiences that were pretty intense or more intense than what I was used to before. But this one's pretty mellow, so I'll I'll tell you this one. So I remember one day I was on an overnight hike um, or hiking trip with Kivik, my husband, and our friend. We had hiked to a top of a mountain in the middle of nowhere to this beautiful glacier-fed lake. There was a cabin. Anyways, in the morning, I went to go meditate for half an hour before we headed off back down. So I just had a regular meditation, nothing crazy. But as we set off, I was already feeling pretty relaxed and pretty open as I had just been meditating, you know, on top of a mountain, looking over this beautiful lake in an epic view. So yeah, I was pretty relaxed and connected to source or pretty open. But I was hiking along with the boys or after after the guys, and then I looked up and shouted out to my friend who was out front and shouted out to watch out as he had his head down and was just about to bump into an old man with a walking stick that was coming up the trail. And as I yelled out to my friend at the front, he stopped and turned around to see what was wrong. But then I was confused because the old man wasn't there. I didn't see him or there was no one else coming up along the trail near him. I was so confused and told him what I'd seen and described what he looked like, what he was wearing, that he had, you know, a hiking staff and everything. But nope, no dice. Absolutely no one was around as far as the eye could see. And although I was confused as I saw it as real as day, I just brushed it off and, you know, we kept hiking. 
Then only about 10 minutes later, when we had just hiked around the mountainside, all of a sudden, right in front of us was another hiker. And there he was, the old man that I saw in his khaki outfit, his khaki hat with his staff. It was the exact man that I had just seen earlier in my vision. Needless to say, it tripped my friend and my husband out a little bit. <laughs> and to me, it was kind of normal to have these experiences. And I'd have, as I've had, you know, so many of these weird experiences before. What I think happened was that as I had just been meditating in where my energetic frequency had shifted and my consciousness was heightened or expanded, this enabled me to be able to see or perceive other alternate parallel realities. Because when we meditate and raise our consciousness or raise our energetic frequency, this is one of the ways in which we can access other dimensions as well as shift into alternate parallel realities. So essentially what had happened is, is my conscious state and my energetic frequency was still heightened from the meditation. I had briefly shifted into that parallel reality where that old man hiking up the path was just 10 minutes earlier. And that is why I saw him clear as day and as real as if I was right there looking at you right now. And now if I relate this back to quantum physics and the double slit experiment, I think as I had observed the old man, doing this then perhaps changed everything and flipped back to the alternative parallel reality where the old man was now 10 minutes later up the path. Look, I'm not sure, but this is just one of the many experiences I've had where it's like, how on earth does this work? So something that I believe is that there are in fact parallel realities or multiverses or what's another word? Timelines or new worlds or new earth. When you hear these phrases, they're essentially describing the same thing, parallel realities or universes. So I believe that there are many of these realities that are available to us and that depending on what choices we make, what actions we take, what the majority of our feelings or thoughts or beliefs are, all of these things can bring in one of those para parallel realities or universes or timelines. I have a hard time saying parallel. <laughs> Anyways, many people theory that that is exactly how our reality works. We know that what thoughts we have, what beliefs we have, what feelings we have, and what actions we take do create our reality. And that instead of us creating it from scratch through our thoughts, feelings, beliefs, and actions, we're actually calling in one of these already existing parallel realities. And this parallel reality seamlessly integrates into our reality that we're in right now so that we don't know that we're jumping into different parallel realities. Now, it's known that there are many ways to access parallel realities. And one of those theories or ways is something we're doing every single day. And it's very, very subtle. We all know that we are all made up of energy and that we hold an energetic frequency in our body and our auric field, that a parallel reality that matches your frequency comes in and becomes your reality. So depending on what thoughts you have, what beliefs you have, the feelings you feel and the actions you take, 
a parallel reality that matches the energetic frequency of those thoughts, feelings and actions will come in and become your timeline. Another way that you can access parallel realities or timelines is via dream state. You can think of my dream that I had last weekend. So this is me astral traveling via my consciousness to another reality or possible future reality or timeline just 30 years down the track. So in dream state, our brainwave state is very relaxed and my energetic frequency allows me to access other dimensions or timelines or parallel realities. This is very similar to what is achievable in meditation states as well. And now there are countless stories that have been documented about people who live entirely different other lives in their dreams. These people have reported that these dreams are as real as day or as real as here and now and have completely different, you know, spouses or families or homes that they live in than their waking state life. Now, we can also call in alternate realities or timelines or universes when we are specifically manifesting something. So when it comes to specific manifesting, where you are wanting to bring in or manifest a reality where you're wanting something in particular, like, I don't know, your ultimate dream job. What you're doing is, is you're first acknowledging that the specific reality of you in this dream job actually exists. And that it exists in a different parallel reality or timeline. You're acknowledging that it's possible. You're acknowledging that it's already happening right now, but that it's happening in a different timeline or a different parallel reality. So when you're setting that intention of manifesting that, you in that dream job that already exists, and you're visualizing it, you're feeling the feeling of being in that dream job, you know, you're doing this every night before you go to sleep or every morning. What you're actually doing is, is you are calling in that timeline or version of you that has that desired dream job. You're connecting with that parallel reality that already exists, that timeline of you that actually exists now in that dream job. And you're slowly calling it in so it will subtly come in and integrate into the parallel universe that you're in now. Now, these are ways in calling in different realities, parallel realities, that can be more subtle and take some time. Now, the reason why they take time to come in is because you're doing it in a way that is more sustainable and long lasting. You're calling in these realities that will last much longer because as you become more aware of your thoughts, your feelings, your beliefs, your actions, and you're uncovering all of your limiting beliefs, your fears, and you're addressing them, this is how you transmute the energy that you've been embodying, that's been creating your reality. And you're transmuting it in a way so that your energetic frequency that you embody changes. And once you become that energetic frequency, you know, there's no going back. <laughs> once you know and become, you know, know what you know, and once you evolve your level of consciousness, it's very hard to fall back into those old, unaware and unconscious ways of being. It's much harder to fall back into those old ways of being or back into those old limiting beliefs or habits. Although not impossible, it can happen from time to time, but it's not often that you go backwards and become that of what you used to be. 
when you level up and evolve your consciousness, you're shedding away all of those fears and limiting beliefs that no longer serve you. And you're turning more or tuning more into your most true and authentic self, tuning more into your higher self, a self that doesn't feed into the fears and limiting beliefs as much as you used to. It just slowly happens. You slowly become that person and change your energetic frequency when you continuously do this work. So it's because of that, that you will then therefore continuously bring in a parallel reality that matches the energetic frequency that you are or embody. So for example, that means a reality with more abundance than before will come in if you have stopped feeding the majority of your focus into your lack beliefs. And that is sustainable manifesting or parallel reality jumping. And here's the thing. There are actually other ways in which you can access timelines or parallel realities that are much more instant, which can be done through intentions and meditation. And I'm going to go more into those methods in next week's episode. But these quick or quantum leaping, um, jumping into different parallel realities, although they may work at first, they're much harder to sustain. Because if you just all of a sudden set and leap into a different parallel reality, you have to maintain the level of that energetic frequency of that parallel reality. So if you don't address your shit, so if you're not actively every day or every week, um, you know, becoming more conscious of your thoughts, feelings, actions and beliefs, well, then that energetic frequency won't sustain and hold that energetic frequency that matches that desired parallel reality that you may instantly jump into. Now, this concept of instantaneously jumping into parallel realities are a little bit more advanced and will require you to think outside of or beyond what you think reality to be. And now due to the waiting attention span of society these days, I'm going to dive deeper into those uh, methods in next week's episode. But if you want to try out a tool this week, then you can try out a method that I was talking about in last week's episode. And that is to set an intention before you sleep to astral travel to either another dimension or into another parallel reality or timeline. So just as you're sleepy, falling asleep, you can set the intention, say, universe, my intention is to astral travel to another dimension or a parallel reality that is within the cloak of love and light. And then when you wake up, just note that dream and write it down, journal it. If you want to, try it several times this week. See if there's any consistencies in these dreams. And remember, practice makes perfect. It's okay if you don't instantaneously get this right off the bat. If you really, truly are curious about this work and using 5D tools, then it is going to require some action from you. And that's exactly what practicing using all of these different tools is. You have aligned with this information, which means if you're listening to this podcast, basically there's some part of you that desires this information or is an energetic match to this information. Now you conceptually understand it or know it, but the next pillar or phase of knowing is to actually do and therefore be. And what will happen is this will be the final stage of knowing that you embody, you know it, 
because you do it and therefore you are it and you become it. And now if you're going to take away anything from this episode, then that is that it's up to you to make this universe count. Make the choices that align with your joy, your passions, that align with your truth. So what feels right and true for you and make this the universe that is the very best version of you that aligns with your joy and your higher self and truth. I hope you all enjoyed today's lesson. <laughs> I really felt like I was I was in school teaching today for some reason. And please make sure to share this episode with anyone that is curious about parallel realities, how it works, or maybe is interested in physics. And, you know, it's how we also help to serve others to consciously grow as well. So if you know of anyone who perhaps is waking up or is consciously evolving or growing, or maybe who has experienced some sort of interaction with parallel realities, then please make sure to share. And don't forget that you can sign up for my weekly newsletter on my website to have the weekly episode delivered right to your inbox, plus some extra musings from me in, from my week. And of course, you can follow me on my Instagram at myeverydayalchemy. Thanks so much, everyone, and I'll talk to you next week. Well, that's it for today, guys. And if you liked today's episode, please like and follow us on our socials, share this podcast with friends, and why not leave this podcast a review? Oh, and hang out next for a minute if you want some high vibe laughs. So we all know that we are energy and that we hold energetic frequencies in our body and our auric field. <laughs> in our body. Just like a vibrating star. Start! Oh, oh my god. String on a guitar. Or, a, I mean, sure, a vibrating star. <laughs>